Hello, and welcome to episode three of the Vegan Business Tribe podcast with myself, David Pennell, co-founder of Vegan Business Tribe. And if you have a vegan business, or even if you're thinking of starting one, then Vegan Business Tribe is here to support you, inspire you, connect you with other vegan business owners, and just give you that knowledge that you need, not just to, to build a vegan business, but to build a successful vegan business. And if you want to go beyond the podcast and connect with our community of like-minded vegan entrepreneurs and even get support from Lisa and myself, then head over to the website, which is veganbusinesstribe.com. And this is where you can study our courses, you can join our, our live online events, or just engage with Lisa and I about your vegan business, just to find that support that you need. Because we know it can be lonely. And especially if you're running a vegan business on your own, you know, you want to surround your people who understand you and are doing something like you're doing. So just come over to the website and get some of that vegan love. In this episode, we're looking at something which is the lifeblood of any vegan business or any business at all, to be honest, and that's finding customers. And it doesn't matter if you sell a physical product or if you offer a vegan service or even if you're a charity looking for donations, you all still rely on people giving you their money. And now this is where many vegan businesses falter because I've said it before and I'll say it over and over again, vegans don't always seem to like making money, but we all need customers and usually we all need more of them. So in this episode, we're going to get right back to basics. And you might be wondering about the best way to find customers. And, and people come and ask me this all the time. They ask, should they be doing Instagram? Should you be doing some PR? Or should you try some appointment making telemarketing? Or should you be looking at Google pay-per-click advertising? And the reality is, if this is where you're starting, when trying to work out how to get more customers, then you just need to stop right now. <laughs> because so often I'll be sent someone's marketing plan and they'll talk about the budget, what channels they're going to use, what, what promotions they're going to do. And, and do you know what is completely missing from the entire plan? The customer. Now, this might sound either obvious or dumb, but if you want to start finding more customers, then your whole thought process needs to stem from knowing and understanding that customer. And the biggest mistake that I see vegan business owners make is they think they know their customer because they are their customer. They think that they're selling to people just like them. And I see this especially if you've set up a business on the back of you creating an answer to your own problem because you just couldn't find the solution that you needed out there. Well, let me tell you this. You are not your customer. And I can't put this strongly enough, so I'm going to say it again. You are not your customer. And if you are basing all your marketing decisions, your branding, your promotions, and what your products are, assuming that your customers will want exactly what you want, then you are only ever going to sell to a market of one, yourself. And especially if you're selling to other vegans, you might think that your customers are at the same point in their vegan journey as you are. You might assume that because your customers follow a vegan diet that they'll also avoid palm oil, because that's what you do. 
you might assume that because you're vegan for the animals, that your customers are also, and they'll engage with an ethics-led message. Well, let me tell you this. All you have to do is spend some time in some vegan Facebook groups and chat rooms and you will soon find out that vegan means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Unless you've already talked to and surveyed your customers or, or your potential customers in minute detail, and unless you've already researched this wider marketplace beyond your own personal experiences, then you need to assume that right now, you know absolutely nothing about the people you are selling to. Now, I know I'm sounding quite harsh here, and this might not be what you're used to when listening to me, but let's take the example of Beyond Meat with their Beyond Burger. If you were in charge of selling their meat replacement burger, where do you think you'd market it? Would you head around the vegan fairs or maybe you'd try and get Earthling Ed and Joey Carbstrong to promote it just to get it in front of as many vegan customers as possible? And if so, you're wasting your time. Because vegans are not the customers for the Beyond Burger. 93% of Beyond Meat's customers are meat eaters, and that's their own official research stats. Vegetarians and vegans hardly get a look in. And had they have set out with your marketing plan of targeting vegans, they would not currently be valued at $3 billion. Now, we'd all love to have a company worth that. And this is a really important point. Just because you are vegan yourself and you set out to sell a vegan product, you are not your customer. Is that starting to sink in? And if you haven't already extensively researched and identified who your customer is, then there's no point even thinking about what social media platform you're going to be on or what kind of promotions or marketing message you're going to use because it will all just be a wild guess. You need to understand your customers inside out so that you can learn how to connect with them. And this is where you really need to get rid of your preconceptions and stereotypes of who your customer might be, because you're just as likely to find a carton of, of Oakley, for example, in a building site's fridge as you are in a student's kitchen. And you can only imagine the different approaches your sales and marketing would have to take if you tried to connect with both of those kind of customers. So let's go back to the question. How do you find more customers as a vegan business? Well, the honest answer, and, and it might not be the answer that you're looking for. You, you were probably wanting me just to say, go do Instagram or something. But the way you find more customers is you take the customers you already have and you make them your absolute best friends. And now people say to me, well, I talk to my customers all the time. I already know them really well. Do you? Really? Have you ever sat down with a customer and asked why they bought your product? Have you found out what decision-making process they went through whilst they were deciding to buy your product? Did you ask how long they took to decide to buy from the first time you know that they first heard about you? And what questions they had and who else were they considering buying from? And have you ever asked them what made them almost not buy? What nearly put them off or what made them take so long to make their mind up? And can you see that if you've got all that information, if you knew the answers to all these questions, how much better would you be at finding customers for your business? 
Do you even ask your customers the simple question of where they first heard about you from? Because if you haven't spent time learning all this, then I guarantee that finding and connecting with new customers will always be an uphill struggle. You need to study these good people who give you their money. And you need to understand the process they went through when deciding to part with it. And this is the absolute secret to finding more customers. You take the people who have already bought from you. And even if that's only one person, talk to them. Make them your best friends and find out everything you can about them so that then you can learn how to connect with more people just like them. You will know the questions they had. You will know what social media channels they're on. And you know what pushed them over the line to first become a customer. And there's no point spending lots of time and money getting your marketing message in front of all these different people if you don't fully understand the reasons why those people would buy your product in the first place. There is no point paying for a campaign to send thousands of people to your website if when a person comes to your site, what they see there doesn't connect with them and converts them into becoming a customer. You need to work out what a customer actually wants to buy from you. And you need to understand that the actual thing they're buying, so the thing of value that they're actually parting with money for, it might not actually be your product. And now I know this might make your brain hurt a little bit, but your product might just be the tool they are using to solve the real problem they have. And they're paying money to solve that problem, not to buy your product. What do I mean by this? Okay, well, let's look at an example. Someone doesn't look for a fitness coach because they want to get fit. Their problem usually isn't the fitness. Their actual problem is they want to improve their confidence by changing how they look, or they want to drop a clothing size, or they just want to have more energy, or they want to look good for a special event like their wedding day. No one looks for a fitness coach because they want to get better with kettlebells, <laughs> even though a twice-weekly kettlebell session might be what you actually sell them. And once you understand this, once you understand the actual thing a customer is buying, then you can change your messages. You can change the words you use, the images you use to match that. Let's take vegan ice cream, for example. Let's take Ben & Jerry's non-dairy range and the vegan Magnum. Now, both sell pretty much the same thing. And if you've got a vegan Magnum and, and one of the snack pots of a vegan Ben & Jerry's next to each other in the chiller cabinet, then different people are going to naturally pick up different ones. So if someone is more concerned about the environment, they might decide to pick up the Ben & Jerry's non-dairy because they know it was set up by a couple of hippies. There's, there's even a photo of them on the back of a park. They see the Fair Trade logo. It looks rustic. They can they can see they are making some, some strong moves into plant-based at the moment, and the brand just connects with their life view. Whereas the person who would choose the vegan magnum might be after something more indulgent. They might eat plant-based, but they don't really think about where those ingredients come from. They're just after that chocolatey ice cream hit and they want something familiar to what they had before they went plant-based. But the truth is, both these products are produced by the same company. Unilever, 
they own both Ben and Jerry's and Magnum. So they don't care which you pick up. What they do understand, however, and regardless of your thoughts on huge companies like Unilever and Procter and & Gamble, and, and personally, I do think it's better to back vegan-owned and run businesses you know, whenever you can. But what these big companies do understand is the reasons different customers buy. They don't try to sell to everyone. They know their customers to within an inch of their lives and they will launch or in this case they'll buy separate brands to better exploit the reasons they know different types of customers will connect with and you need to know your customers just as well as they do because a person will only buy from you if your product gives them not just what they need but what they want and the only way to find out exactly what they want and what they need and what connects with them is to talk to them. Now, there is no magic to this. You do not have to be a multi-million dollar company to research your customers. In fact, you can do it a lot better because you can develop a real personal relationship with your customer base and especially if you're a vegan ethical business and your customers align with this because there's then every chance your customers will want to help you find more customers just like them and, and all you need to do is just pick up the phone or, or drop them an email and ask so what you need to do is this take your best customers the people who buy the most from you and send them an email. Now make it clear that you're not selling, but be honest and tell them that you are trying to grow the business and you just want to understand your customers better and find out why they buy your product. And from experience, most people will actually react positively to this. And if they are indeed your best customers, they will probably already love you and your business and they'll be surprisingly happy to talk. So Invite them for a Zoom session or a phone call, you know, at a time that works for them and prepare a list of questions of what you need to ask. Now, the reason that it's better to do this on the phone or on a Zoom meeting rather than just sending out a survey is because on a survey, people only answer the questions you ask them. If instead you give your customer a little bit of room just to talk about your product, your business, and you know their relationship with it, why they buy it, what they use it for, then you're going to get some answers to the questions that you didn't think to ask. And these answers are the ones that might really surprise you. They might not have connected with you and bought your product for the reasons you thought they did. Now, Doing this is especially important if you are an e-commerce company. If all you know about your end customers is their name, where they live, and an email address, then you're in big trouble. Because any marketing you do, or any product development that you do, it's, I don't know, it's like telling jokes to an audience who's sat in a different room. They're watching you, but you can't see them. So you've no idea what kind of messages they're connecting with and what's going to make them buy. And you might say to me that you're selling B2B or, or business to business. You know, you're, you're selling to other businesses, not the general public. And so you might think that this doesn't apply, but it does. Because businesses do not buy from you. 
It's a person within a business that buys from you. And they will have their own problems they are trying to solve and their own reasons for buying that, again, you might never have thought about. But what about if you don't have any customers to talk to yet? Now, this can be a problem. Um, and if you haven't got any customers, hopefully you've already started building an audience. And you can carry out the same exercise on people who are showing an interest in you. So maybe you've started to grow a mailing list or you've already shared your business with some people who have come back positive. Or maybe you can make some posts in vegan Facebook groups with just put up an image of what you're looking to sell and ask if someone buys something similar and would be willing to give you some insight into why they do. And now granted, this this isn't quite as good as getting feedback from people who actually have parted with money to buy what you do, but there are still ways to get this information. And once you do get that first customer, then that's the person who you make your best friend. So if you've never done this kind of customer research before, then I know it can be quite daunting to just pick up the phone or book that Zoom meeting with a customer. But don't worry, I've completely got you here. If you head over to the Vegan Business Tribe website, go look at the chapter on our vegan marketing course about researching your customer because we've got some templates of what questions you should ask and we've got some a few more instructions of how to set up those meetings and what you need to get out of them because we do this regularly ourselves with members who sign up to vegan business tribe we make them our best friends and we constantly tweak our messages our website homepage on the feedback that we get from talking to our new members so what marketing channels we put our time into and where we put our marketing efforts is wholly dictated by talking to our signups and finding out what channels they use and what they respond to. So, for example, when we interviewed our own VBT members about where they usually get their information from, about 70% said they listened to a business podcast. So guess what that insight led to? Absolutely right. You're listening to it now. That's why we first launched this podcast. When Lisa and I were, were planning the best way to connect with new members for Vegan Business Tribe, you know, when we're doing our own marketing strategy, we were just like you. We were trying to decide if we should put more time into YouTube or what social media channels we should be using and all that. When all we actually had to do was set up some Zoom calls and ask the people who had already signed up and that gave us all the information we needed to then make those decisions. And it's this insight which will make a huge difference to your business too. Find out the reasons people buy from you. And don't be afraid to ask why it took them so long and what could have made it easier. You know, ask those really awkward, difficult questions. Because if you don't do this, it would just be a real barrier to you finding customers because you're always going to be just shooting in the dark. You are going to be guessing about what might work and that can be so time-consuming, expensive and to be honest, it's just, it's just soul-destroying. So you need to first get rid of your preconceptions of who your customers are and then spend real time building up your understanding of the good people who are buying from you. And now remembering that each is a person, not just an order or an email dropping in. Because once you do that, you will know what to say and you'll know where to say it to find more people just like them. If you spend an afternoon, just once a week, lining up calls with your customers, 
Even just do this for a few weeks and it will completely change your understanding of your business and what you sell. These customers will give you, they'll give you ideas and they'll give you feedback for new products, new marketing ideas. And it will actually also make them more loyal customers too, because they'll feel like they've connected with the people behind the product they're buying and using. And because you're going to be asking them all about themselves, you know, this will be their favorite topic, they're going to leave that call feeling pretty special and important too. And you can use that to get them more involved with your company. People love to know they're being listened to. So imagine if you just bought the latest Vitamix food processor, I don't know, for maybe making your own homemade hummus. And a couple of weeks later, the person who actually designed the blender called you asking for your feedback and they really listened to what you said and they wrote everything down about what functions you were wanting and what other blenders you looked into too and they really wanted to know why you chose theirs how many people would you tell about that every time you went and made your your butternut squash and sweet potato soup in your processor you'd remember that you'd spoken to the dude who designed it how likely would you then be a Vitamix customer for life? And you can use this. If you're speaking to a customer who is particularly enthusiastic, then invite them onto your testing panel or ask them if they want to be part of your feedback group that you send out ideas to. And you find not only will they become a more loyal customer, but because you've taken that relationship away from your product and you've made it personal between yourselves, they will also likely become an advocate for your business. So I'm going to round all this up with some bullet points because I really want you to do this. I really want you, after you've finished listening to this, to pull together a list of your best customers or even your only customer and set up a Zoom or a Skype call with them because it really will make all the difference to your business. When people come and ask me, how do I find more customers? This is everything I tell them. So number one, email them and be honest and say you're really concentrating on growing the business and ask if they'd be willing to give you 20 minutes to help just to get to know your customers better. And if they're already a good customer, they should already love what you're doing and they'll be far more willing to help than you might suspect. Number two, plan a list of things that you need to know about them. Include some personal details so that you can build up a profile of your customers. And if you need help with this, then go look at the chapter on customer research in our vegan marketing course at veganbusinesstribe.com. Number three, when you're talking to them, find out what problem your product or service actually solves for them and what made them decide to buy. Also find out what other solutions they looked at and why they chose yours and not the other ones. Make sure you also find out if there was a reason why they nearly didn't buy or why did it take them six months to make their mind up because that might actually be the most useful bit of information you will ever get. Point four, once you know all this, you use this information to change the messages you are selling with to ones that you know will connect with your customers. Use the information to decide which marketing channels to use. So for instance, if you're not sure if you should be putting time into Instagram or Facebook, ask your customers which one they use the most. Point five, do this 
even if you're selling to other businesses and not the general public. Because remember, you are not selling to a business. You are selling to people within that business. And you need to understand all the steps they go through when deciding to buy and what made them pick your product in the first place. And then finally, point six, use this process of getting to know your customers to make them love you even more. Make them an advocate for your business. Get them on your testing panel. And once you've done this, once you really understand the people buying from you, that genuinely is half the battle won in finding more customers. This is why the big companies do it all the time. They constantly have feedback panels, customer surveys, focus groups, testing groups, customer profiling exercises, all to really understand the people they're selling to and what messages connect with them. And because you're a vegan business, then there's a good chance that your customers are buying from you, not just for the product that you're selling. They are likely also connecting to your vegan mission or they want to buy from an ethical company. So you won't have to pay them from their feedback like big companies do. And, and if I buy something from you know, your vegan business, that means I want your company to succeed. I want to be part of your journey with you, which is just one of the many, many reasons why having a vegan business is just so amazing. So that's it for this episode. And if you did find this useful, then head over to the website at veganbusinesstribe.com where you can find lots more amazing advice just like it. And you can also get support direct from Lisa and I through the forums or hop onto our next live event so we can help you build a really successful vegan business. And you know we're also going to start asking you some questions about how you first heard about us and you know what decisions you made when you came and joined us. So just tell us that you listened to this podcast first. And finally, wherever you do listen to this podcast, please do subscribe or, or just give us a five-star rating because that's how you can help us grow. So we can help far more people just like you create their own successful vegan businesses. Okay, I'll see you on the next one.